0: Hello, and welcome to the That's a Good Point podcast. Today is Wednesday, August 19th, 2020. This is Dion here with... John and Irv. Yeah, we are here to make some good points as we model for you a fantastic method or procedure or tool, whatever you want to call it. We call it the matrix, also known as a prioritizing grid. Give it a shot with your friends. Listen to how we do it. Give it a try. Uh, we're also always looking for feedback and ideas to improve. Best way to get a hold of us is via Twitter, at, that's a good point one. Point. There's no T at the end of that, that's a good point. no T, one. So hopefully you had a chance to check out last week's episode where we rated some of our favorite foods from the Iowa State Fair. I have to be surprised, I was a little surprised, or to be honest, I was a little surprised by the outcome. Um, to be clear, I'm fine with how the ranking turned out, but if you asked me going into it, I would not... Pick that as our winner. What would you guys think?
1: Well, I thought you know, one of the things you said is you and I kind of go a little more of the salty, savory. J- John is a little more of the sweet tooth yeah, of the three of way. us. But our top one was a the little more of the sweeter type thing, right? And then I think
0: out of our top four, weren't three of them? Sweet?
2: It surprised me that you got. I didn't. I didn't have any doubt I was going to go that way. But sure. it <laughs> surprised me that knowing you two, that, we got some feedback. Uh, it went that way. We got
1: some feedback. A couple of people that I know are active listeners of our show um, really agreed with our rankings, and I, I think you know that they really liked that episode. I think it's really relatable for a lot of the, you know people around sure. here, and, and so I thought that one went really well. And I think
2: it's an episode that... anyone can have a quick opinion on. You, bet. you don't need to know a lot about things.
0: You nope. just have to like to eat. Yeah, if you haven't listened to last week's episode, I I highly recommend.
1: Dion, yeah, your brother said it was his favorite one on the yeah. last week.
0: Um, but, my mom even listened to it. Yeah, She said her favorite was the Euro, which was a little lower on our list, but I'm not surprised. Sure.
2: You didn't um, fall far from the, the apple didn't fall far from <laughs> yeah, the Yeah, it was one of my favorites. That was <laughs> one of your favorites yeah, as, of as well.
0: Good point. Uh, I assume, the, our winner, by the way, we, we haven't mentioned it, is the milkshake from right. the dairy barn. Right. I just assume that's going to be one of their selling is points next year. Oh, You're my singing your song, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah, you got to sing that. your theme <laughs> song. Right? But don't you assume that around the fairgrounds next year there'll be some banners? Top fair food by That's a Good Point Podcast.
2: I think so. I, I think we might have the connections to make this happen. Yeah. I well, mean, uh,
0: yeah, it's going to be a selling point yeah, for I them. Yeah, I think so. Are are going to see uh, the lines that, those are long lines. They're going to be even longer once right. people start. Maybe we'll end up
2: out. getting sponsored by the Dairy Barn. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> well, once Welcome to our, that's a
0: good point. Sponsored by the State Fair Dairy yeah, Barn. Yeah, once they
1: find out our top six, I think either, or we did eight last week, yeah. right? So any one of those eight will probably see an increase in sales. I would, I would think so. Might also have something to do with not having a normal fair this year. More people might go next year.
0: I'm <laughs> <laughs> give the credit to us all right today we are going to rank the best players to never win a super bowl and this is from the super bowl era so you can probably go back to the 40s and 50s and find some great players to win a championship but we're going super bowl era some of the greats that didn't make our final six uh running backs uh adrian peterson oj simpson eric dickerson did not make the list some great quarterbacks: Fran Tarkenton, Warren Moon, Jim Kelly, Dan Fouts didn't make the list. Offensive linemen—I feel like linemen in general kind of get the the shaft when it comes to recognition.
2: Difficult to uh, for the normal person to analyze yeah. how good they are. You just kind of take people's word for it.
0: Hard, yeah, hard to quantify. And right. so, but Hall of Famers: Bruce Matthews and Anthony Munoz, and soon to be Hall of Famer Joe Thomas—they get listed a lot of times. Was as, he the founder of Wendy's? Yes. He uh, was his, his nephew, Dave oh, Thomas, Dave. the founder of Joe's <laughs> <is his> nephew. <laughs> um, Past catchers, Larry Fitzgerald and Ter- Terrell Owens didn't make our list, and then you got some defensive Hall of Famers and Dick Butkus and Deacon Jones. Both of those started their careers before there were Super Bowls, but the majority of their career I do think was played in the Super Bowl era. And so real quickly, we wanted to talk about some of these guys. I, I can talk about the running backs a little bit. Go for it. Um Eric Dickerson played 11 seasons. We uh, actually, our very first episode, talked about uh, 30 for 30 episodes. Pony excess. The pony Pony excess. excess. Eric Dickerson was, uh, I think, he made more money in college than he did his first couple years in the bros. Took a pay cut. He also
2: had a really terrible game in the NFC Championship back in 1986, in January of 86. Yeah.
0: Which, that's the farthest he ever made it in the playoffs, by the way. He played in one NFC Championship game. That was the farthest he ever made it. Most of his career with the Rams, he still had some good years with the Colts. One year with the Raiders, and I think he played a few games with the Falcons before he ended up retiring. Um, ninth all-time in yards, 13th all-time in rushing touchdowns. If you go in yards per game, he's top five all-time. Sure. Uh, another running back that didn't make it, uh, O.J. Simpson. He also played 11 seasons. He's 21st in yards and 46 all-time in rush touchdowns, but he also played in a different era. Uh, he is top 10 in yards per game. In his career, he only played in one playoff game the whole time. He did end his career at San Francisco, teammate of Joe Montana when he huh. when he retired. Uh, another guy, Adrian Peterson. And there, there's a couple guys on here that we didn't include because they still got a chance. AP, I think, is still on the roster for the, the Washington, Washington football team. team. So uh, He, he has, might have a
2: chance this year.
0: Yeah. He is 5th all-time in yards, 4th in all-time in rush touchdowns. He's a top 10 in yards per game, and sure. so he makes the top 10 of, of all these lists. One thing about him, though, do you know how many times he's been involved with a playoff win?
2: Zero. One? He played for the Vikings a long time. Yeah,
0: he was involved with one, and it was with the the Saints, the one year he played. He got, oh, yeah. He, I think he started the year somewhere else and then went to the Saints. And then they end up losing to the Vikings, ironically, in the playoffs. The Vikings
2: waited to win a playoff game until until they got rid of AP. (laughs) Until
0: they got rid of AP, yeah. Um, Quarterbacks. Fran Tarkenton played 18 seasons. You know, he started the very first game in Vikings history. And then, after playing for them a few years, went to the New York Giants. Played for the Giants for a while. Then came back to the Vikings. He played in three Super Bowls for them. Uh, You might not know this. Joe Capp actually played in... It was a quarterback in Super Bowl Four for the Vikings, not Fran Tarkenton. But one thing I think a knock on him, he played all of his career when they were 14 game seasons. The very first year they had 16 game seasons, 1978, was his last year. And he led the league in passing. He led the league in passing touchdowns. He threw for almost 3,500 yards and then retired. Uh, but he did not make our list. Jim Kelly played 11 seasons for the Bills. He actually played for the Houston Gamblers of the USFL. Yep. Um, by the way, Fran Tarkenton, even playing in that, the he's still in the top uh, 15 all-time passing yards. Yeah, he, he was the
2: passing yardage leader until when someone he on our list yep. passed him yep um, back in the 90s.
0: So Jim Kelly, 17th all-time yards, so not very high on the list, but he did only play 11 seasons, all with the Buffalo Bills. But he did play two seasons in the USFL, threw for almost ten thousand yards. Now USFL, I believe, had eighteen game seasons, right? But I mean, you you tack those on there, and he probably jumps into the top fifteen or so for for yards. Um, played in four Super Bowls, so he played in the most of our people that didn't make the list, and he, he of course lost all four of them from that. Dan Fouts was a stat gobbler. I mean, he, he played for Air Coryell. Yeah, uh, had a, just a good stretch in the late '70s, early '80s, where he was, and he ended up pretty high in all the time, 17th all time in yards. He did end up playing in two AFC Championship games, but lost both of them. And John, we can tell us a little about Warren. Yeah, Moon? Warren
2: Moon. Um, he's an interesting case, and I thought he had a decent chance. Like he'd be probably one of my next guys to include on our list. Um, played. Fifteen seasons as a starter in the NFL, and I forgot until I started doing research that he had two seasons as the Chiefs' backup quarterback. And granted, he didn't play hardly at all in those seasons. So he amassed most of his stats in a 15-year NFL career combined with a six-year CFL career um, with the Edmonton Eskimos. Um, But he's 11th all-time in NFL passing yardage. And that's not including his 21,000 yards from the right. CFL. <laughs> so if you pump in his CFL yardage, um, that would put him fifth all-time right, in the NFL, behind only like the more recent guys like Breeze, Brady, Manning, and Favre.
0: Um, what the, and one thing about him, another like probably why he didn't make it, the Oilers made the playoffs every year from 87 to 93, but they never got out of the divisional round. And so just not a lot of playoff success. because no Warren one circles Moon. the
2: wagon like the Buffalo Bills. Uh,
0: Warren Moon was the quarterback and the biggest playoff comeback ever by the Man. Bills. He was on the losing end of that. Yeah,
2: um, But I always liked Warren Moon. I, he was the one of the best quarterbacks in Tecmo Super Bowl. He had <laughs> great receivers. He had Drew Hill and Ernest Gibbons and Haywood Jeffries, and yep. they would just spread it out, and Lorenzo White in the backfield. Good quarterback.
0: Some of the pass catchers that didn't make it. Terrell Owens is third all-time in receiving yards third all-time in receiving touchdowns. He did play in a Super Bowl for the Eagles the one year he was there on a... Was it a broken foot that yeah. he played? And he played in the Super Bowl anyway. Uh, but we went with a different... couple different pass catchers here, and then Larry Fitzgerald, kind of the Adrian Peterson thing. I, I could put Larry Fitzgerald in our top six. But we don't want to jinx him. We don't want to jinx him. He's second all-time in receiving yards, six all-time in receiving touchdowns. I would the Cardinals yards.
2: have a little better chance than the Washington football team this year. They,
0: probably. So we don't want to jinx him, but I, so Larry's not on the list, but easily could
2: be. He'll be a great number two this season, Yeah. DeAndre Hopkins with him.
0: Yep.
1: All right, and then uh, Butkus and Jones here. Talk about them a little bit. So Butkus played his whole... Career with the Chicago Bears. Bears, right? Bears. Duh, Bears. Bears. Any, where did he go to college, John? Illinois. Illinois. Some career highlights for him. Eight-time Pro Bowler, uh, six-time first-team All-Pro, two-time NFL Defense Player of the Year. One um, of the meanest
2: guys ever to... Yeah,
1: he... 60s and 70s. Um, yeah, he... I mean, he was a stud. We know that, so... His highlights uh, are pretty cool to watch, like, just de people. Absolutely. That was
2: before penalties for... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Deacon Jones, he's credited with coming up with the term the sack, right? Yeah. yeah. So um, he played with the Rams, Chargers, and one year with the Redskins at the end of his career, it looked like. Um, Eight time Pro Bowler um, and two time NFL Defensive Player of the Year. And uh, yeah, his his numbers retired with the Rams. So he was part of that. What do they call him? Fearsome Force? Fearsome Force. The
2: Secretary of Defense was his uh, nickname.
0: Mm hmm. Uh, Didn't have the sack stat for most of his career, and some people think that if they would have had it, he might be the all-time leader, which we will be talking about the all-time leader. We will be
1: talking about the all-time leader.
0: So, in no particular order, here's our list of six. Anybody else we need to talk about? Nope. I think we're good. All right. So here's our six. Number one is going to be LaDainian Tomlinson. He is second all-time in rushing touchdowns, uh, third all-time in just touchdowns in any position, Seventh all-time in rushing yards. He did make it to one AFC Championship game, but I believe he was injured and only had one carry in it. But two, two I think it was one or two carries was like five yards. Okay. He was also uh, league MVP. League MVP went to TCU, right? Yes. Yep. Uh, Randy Moss, fourth all-time in receiving yards, second all-time in receiving touchdowns. Once again, fourth all-time in touchdowns at any positions. He did play in two Super Bowls. He played in one with the Patriots. Yep. He was on the 18-1 and one Patriots that lost the Giants. And then if he was in the Harbaugh Bowl. He was uh, not a starter in that game, I don't think, but he was. Yeah, it was the 49ers. The 49ers. So. Um, he went to Marshall. Yep. Good 30 uh, for Ford, 30. Florida State first. <laughs> yeah. Good 30 for 30. Is, is it Rand? Yep. U? Yep, and he's in there. So, number three on our list, Barry Sanders Second all-time in rush yards per game. He's fourth all-time in rushing yards. He did play in one NFC Championship game, and you don't have a who's the best running back of all time discussion without throwing Barry Sanders in the Of course, not. Uh, unfortunately, he played for the Lions. Sorry to our friend Kevin, who's a Lions fan, but that's went, that. to,
1: went to Okie State. Yep. You know also co- a league
0: MVP. You know his quarterback was at Okie State. I'm a man. I'm forty. <laughs> so. Uh, number four is Bruce Smith. He is the all-time leader in NFL sacks. Played most of his career with the Bills, but he did have some good uh, years with the Redskins. He was still a- effective at the end of his career. Uh, two hundred
2: sacks on the nose. Yep. Do you think he just decided, I'm playing till I get to two hundred? I think he did. I don't he, care how. Long I think this his takes. last
0: year with the Redskins, he only had four or five sacks, and it took. End games to get there and he was not a at that time he was a pass rush specialist and so that was probably his goal i would guess sure he was the 1990 nfl defensive player of the year and if you like hey who are the best defensive ends of all time deacon jones who we talked about bruce smith and a lot of times people throw reggie, reggie white, in white there reggie white won a super bowl with the packers so he's not on our list right number five uh a lot of times we credit him with being the best tight end of all time and that's tony gonzalez he's sixth all time in receiving yards Eighth all time in receiving touchdowns, and that's all a, re- a receiver heavy list. I mean, when's the next time a tight end even gets on the list? Obviously, that's tops for tight ends.
2: I thought, maybe my research was wrong. I thought that I had that he was second in, re- in tight end receiving touchdowns oh. to Antonio Gates.
0: Antonio Gates did pass. Him. And you I think right. it was
2: only, it's only, we're only talking like five or fewer right. touchdowns. Well,
0: but is Antonio Gates actually still playing? Yes, I yeah. think. Uh, He's played forever, yeah. And then number six, you've all been waiting for this, but Dan Marino. Fifth all-time. places uh, out. Yep. yep fifth yep. all-time passing. Fifth most yards of all time. He had a 147.93 record. And who can forget his great acting career in Ace Ventura. So. Oh, I thought you were talking about the Isotoner Glove commercials. And Isotoner Glove commercials. You bet.
1: So, before we get into our rankings, I did look up some other websites and their you know rankings of the... Uh, greatest players to never win a Super Bowl. I, I have two actually from Bleacher Report, but I, obviously uh, just the way the rankings end up written by different people. So in 2013, they had Tomlinson as the number 14 player to ne- ranked as never win a Super Bowl. Gonzalez, 13, Moss, 12, Barry, 3rd, Dan Marino, 2nd, and Bruce Smith, number 1. Oh,
0: wow.
1: Bleacher Report, 2015. They left Ludanian Tomlinson off the list. Gonzalez was 7th. Bruce, fourth, Randy, third, Dan, two, and then Barry Barry as the first one. And then Radio.com, which random, whatever, whatever, but it was one that was a little more modern. It was from from 2020. They had Tony as ninth, Randy, eighth, Tomlinson, seventh, Bruce, third, Barry, second, and Dan, first. So, I mean, these guys are...
0: They make all the lists. They make the
1: lists. Yeah. Well, Tomlinson was, on that 2015 Bleacher Report, he was the one that... They tried to make an argument for him, but he just was left out. And Dion, as you talked about with some of our ones that maybe are still playing, like a Fitzgerald or a Peterson, maybe would go ahead of him on this. But yeah. we went with players that their careers are over.
2: So All right. Are we ready to start drinking? I think yeah, so. I, I'm, I'm interested to see how this goes because I think this is one where we might be able to convince each other a little bit more. It is. Yep. Um, we I don't think any of us have, like, super ingrained opinions on these things going yep. in. So...
0: We're going to find out who, who is our lucky charms of this list, which if you're a new listener, what what is our lucky charms?
2: So, the lucky charms of the list, that's the person that's the um entry in the um 6 or 8 if you were last week um possibilities that just doesn't beat anybody else. You finish last, you don't get a win. Um, there's Lucky Charms. It's the uh, what were some of the other Money excess. White men can't yeah. jump.
0: Yeah, white men can't jump. But we we kind of latched onto the Lucky Charms and when we did some serial readings. Well, people got to remember if you finish six on this list, we start these lists with twenty, sometimes almost forty things and narrow it <laughs> yeah, down. Yeah, like country music. Country music it, Thirty-five. And way and narrow it down to six, and so it's pretty good to be six. But we still joke about. It seems like every week we think, okay, the, should we have had a different Lucky Charms? Should we have had a different sixth place, and I think today we're gonna have that same conversation. But
1: again, that's where we want to hear from the listeners. Like again, tweet at us, let us know, like yep. who should have been on these lists. Like you gotta, you know, give us something to think about here. So
0: let's go ahead with the matchup first. We're gonna have Ladanian Tomlinson versus Randy Moss. I'm gonna lead us off. Both great players. Um, I think. In terms of who was better at their position, though, I think Randy Moss is probably overall a better receiver than what Ladanian Tomlinson was a running back. Plus, he did actually make it to two Super Bowls. Almost, I mean, almost was part of a 19-0 team. So uh, I'm going to go with Randy Moss here.
2: I'm going to look at this a little differently. I'm going with Ladanian Tomlinson. All right. Um, I'm not going to be as concerned with how far he got in the playoffs since we're looking at people that didn't win a Super Bowl anyway. We know none of them reached the ultimate prize of NFL careers. Um, LT being second all-time in rushing touchdowns, that seems like a pretty important stat. And number one, of course, is Emmitt Smith. That guy kept every football that he scored with, I think. Um, And I did a little more digging. And it's true, LT had pretty subpar years in his last three years of his career. But you could also argue Moss had a couple pretty weak seasons sure. in, uh, I believe it was 04 and 06, when he really didn't do a whole lot. and It could be injury that account- uh, accounted for that. It could be other things. LT did make five Pro Bowls in 11 seasons. Moss made six in 14 seasons. So pretty comparable sure. as far as how many times they were selected the Pro Bowl. And I think of this also a bit... Um, from a fantasy football perspective, and sure. running back is always the position you want. And I know LT was, was a the number one pick for probably a four-five or year span. Yeah, if,
0: if you're doing fantasy football, I'm probably going. To that, LT. That's different, I know. Yeah, I go LT, but
2: but I think uh, that he was undoubtedly the best running
0: back in the league.
2: Well, this is number three, years.
0: four in all-time touchdowns at any position. Yeah, the only five touchdowns. Upon, so, so I'm
2: going to go with LT. All
0: right.
1: Right on. So. Two of my favorite players, I think, just growing up, you got to watch both of them for a good chunk of their careers. Um, yeah, Tomlinson had that one season where he had what, 31 touchdowns, I think it was. Yep. Pretty incredible season. Um, Moss, the freak, they call him, part of the 18 one. I think he had 23 touchdowns that season. Um, but I got to be honest, um, my dad is a Vikings fan, and watching Randy Moss with that, you know, the Vikings teams when he was a little younger, um, I got to go Randy Moss here. So,
0: Randy Moss takes the victory. That was a good matchup. Yeah. Good points were made by all. Yes. Good work, Uh, everybody. LaDanian Tomlinson versus Barry Sanders in the next matchup. John, you lead us off. This is
2: mine. And with this one, I'm going to go the other direction, and I'm going to go with Barry. Um, Biggest points that I can make on Barry's behalf he was probably the best running back in the league all 10 years he was in the league. And 10 year career. Irv and I were doing a little talking uh, beforehand about how ten, 10 years is not that short of a career for an NFL running back. Right. We started well, looking Ladanian, at other, only
0: played eleven.
2: Yeah, we started looking at other running mm-hmm. backs some yep. people think have the preconception that Barry Sanders had a short career, but really. Walter Payton played 13 years. Tony Dorsett played, like, 12 years. Yeah. So We've there made, are outliers like Emmitt Smith. But... We
0: made talk about O.J. Simpson earlier. He played 11 seasons. I think Eric Dickerson played 11 seasons. Uh, Adrian Peterson is actually uh, going into season 14. Yes. He's kind of stuck around a no, lot no, no, no. Frank Gore, he's 15, Frank Gore, 15. Because you know, he's so. third rushing yards,
2: yeah. right? Yep, yep. But I'm going with Barry Sanders because I think he's arguably the best running back of all time Walter Payton's probably right there with him and I might sway a little bit more to Walter since I'm a bears fan but um I don't think it's that Barry didn't have a long career I think it's more that he retired at his peak yeah he
0: still had a couple
2: more good years but I'm retired. going with Barry over LT so yeah
1: I to go on with that like people you know say he had in the in the prime he quit like there was a lot left in the tank and it can let your imagination run. Like he could have been so much more, but I, I, I kind of hold that against him. Maybe more so than others. It's kind of that if, like, well, yeah, there's too many ifs in that statement. You know, like he did stop, and I, he had his reasons. I'm sure they were whatever for whatever reason. But you know, um, but between the two of them, what he did was still so incredible. I got to go, Barry, here as well. Um, but yeah, I, going back to your Barry and Walter thing, I. I would give the nod to Walter on that, but that would whole different discussion.
0: Sure. But, yeah, B- Barry under. Sanders second all time in rush yards per game. Jim Brown number one, and so uh, a lot of people are going to throw Jim Brown out there as. Mm-hmm. And Jim Brown never won a Super Bowl, but also don't know that he ever played in the Super right. Bowl. I don't round. think he played in the Super Bowl. I think maybe era. his last few seasons there was a Super Bowl, but he did win an NFL championship, so he's he's not going to be on our list. But uh, yeah, Barry Sanders already won, but I'll, I'll go with that vote. So, Irving, you going to lead us off here, it's Ladanian Tomlinson versus Bruce Smith. Bruce Smith is our only defensive player on the list. So. so,
1: you know, if I would have gone just by what I knew before doing research for this podcast, I'd have said Tomlinson, okay? But, like, doing some research, watching some videos, you know, reading some articles, that sort of thing, um, i got to give the nod to Bruce Smith here. Uh, incredible career with the Bills. Um, I, You know, obviously, they made it to four Super Bowls, just didn't... Uh, Ever sealed the deal, right? Um, but yeah, I gotta go, Bruce Smith.
0: Uh, Bruce Smith, the the, the Super Bowl if you look at that they should have won. They played in four in a row with Super Bowl twenty five versus the Giants, and in that game, there's a safety. Bruce Smith takes down Jeff Hostetler from the Giants, and he has his hand on the ball. And how Jeff Hostetler hold, held onto the ball, I have no idea. But for all intents and purposes, he should have ripped the ball out, fell on it, and that would have been the difference in the Bills winning that. And then mm. Bruce isn't on our list, and people aren't talking about Buffalo. But, I I mean, I think Reggie White was probably a better defensive end than him, but I, I think Bruce Smith is right up there, all-time sack leader. I'm going to go with you and, and take Bruce Smith in this one.
2: And I think I probably am aboard Bruce Smith as well. Um, all-time sack leader, maybe the best of his position. Reggie White right there with him, but... You're one of the best at your position all time. I mean, you could say LT is too, but yeah, I think a, Bruce Smith is maybe a little, just a little bit higher on the all-time defensive end list than LT for running backs.
0: Next up, we're going to have Ladanian Tomlinson versus Tony Gonzalez. Uh, you talk about best of the position. I think most people are going to tell you Tony Gonzalez is the best tight end of all time. Um, if you ask me who I'd, who I'd rather watch play, it's probably Ladanian Tomlinson in this and and. And if if he has a chance to win one for me, it would be this matchup here. But just going with the fact that, I mean, he is, Tony Gonzalez is the best at his position all time. He makes top 10 receiving lists, and he's not a receiver, and he still cracks these lists. And so I I think I'm going to go with Tony Gonzalez here.
2: I am also on the Tony Gonzalez train. 14 Pro Bowls tied for the most all time. Is 14 Pro Bowls, that's pretty impressive, so Tony Gonzalez. Yeah, two Hall of Famers
1: here. Not that it matters what my vote would have been here, but um, Tony Gonzalez would have been my vote. Um, the essence of class, like he just, great guy, so
0: yeah. All right, Johnny, you're leading us off here. We're going to have Ladanian Tomlinson versus Dan Marino.
2: Uh, Dan Marino's my vote on this. Dan Marino was the all-time leading Leader in passing yardage and passing touchdowns at the time of his retirement. Played in an era where teams didn't throw the ball like they do today. Yep. Um, I'm going to give credit to John Sneller on that point. That was a point that he made earlier. That's, That's a good point. Um, good point, John Sneller. <laughs> Marino had a pretty good line. Had the good receivers and Duper and Clayton. Um, especially was good those first five to six years in the league. Yep. Not that he fell off, but he did run into some injury problems. But, I mean, he just put up some crazy numbers in an era that wasn't known for crazy passing numbers. Yep. Marino.
0: And Marino for me, too. So I, I do believe Ladanian will end up being Lucky Charms here. Still deserving of this list. I don't have a problem with being their top six. So. Absolutely. Next up, we're going to have Randy Moss versus Barry Sanders. Irby, you lead us off. Who? <sighs> okay.
1: Um, again, two of the best at their position, no doubt about it. Um, I am going to use the, did they get a little further and whatnot? Um, Randy made it to the Super Bowl. I'm going to give Randy the, the nod on this.
0: Yeah. All right. Uh, for me, I think Barry Sanders might be the best player on here, but there's two people that I, I could see beating him and Randy Moss is one of them. So I've got to i got to think about this one. John, do you know what you're going to go with here? I think I do. You want to go first? What did you say again? Ari? Randy. He, he took you took Randy. Um, I'm going to
2: Barry Sanders on this one. All right. Um, like we've said, both great players, but if I'm thinking about um, consistency at the position, uh, I, I, I have a hard time getting past the 10 seasons played in the league 10 Pro Bowls for Barry Sanders. Um, he made the playoffs five times in 10 years. Since he's retired in 1998, the Lions have been to the playoffs four times,
0: <laughs> and not one
2: and they have lost the wild card game every year. I
0: believe the Lions in the Super Bowl era have won one playoff game. It was the, was it Wayne Fance and yep. Barry and they, Sanders. Yeah, they won the division game and then they ended up losing to the Redskins in the NFC Championship.
2: Game. So part of it is for me is how much Barry Sanders meant to the team that he played on. Like without him, the Lions probably don't make the playoffs any of those 5 years.
0: It's a good point. It's a good point. So all right, I I wondered if you went there, that's why I wanted to hear the good points sure. before I made my my decision. Because, like I said, this is I'm a Barry Sanders guy, but this is the one where I could maybe go the other way. And I'm going to use that 10-year thing against Barry Sanders, like you said earlier. I mean, he just doesn't have the overall... Well, he does have the overall. I, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but in the 10 years he played, he was fantastic. But he, he did quit, and so to use that against Randy Moss that maybe in his later years he wasn't as effective all these guys weren't as effective in their older years and so you did, didn't get to see the decline in Barry. I don't Sanders. know that Randy Moss's
2: ineffective years though were at the very end of his career.
0: That's true. He, yeah, he played that year with the like Raiders
2: 0406. He
0: played till when?
2: 2010?
0: Well, he, what, 2012 would have been that year of the, the So those are those are mid career. Yeah. But he is fourth all-time receiving yards, second all-time receiving touchdowns and I just go back to that Patriots team that should have been 19-0, and, and he was all-time record for receiving touchdowns in a, in a season with 23 that year, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to go Randy Moss here. We're
1: right done.
0: Uh, next up, mm. we're going to have Randy Moss versus Bruce Smith. Uh, I'm first, and I'm going to go Randy Moss on this one for a lot of the same reasons I just talked about. Bruce Smith, our only defensive player on here, great career, but I'm going to go Randy Moss here. This
2: one is a little tougher for me because Moss is pretty good. Um, Bruce Smith, 19 seasons, 11 Pro Bowls. Hmm. I'm going to go against probably some of the logic I had earlier with the Smith-Tomlinson versus
0: Tomlinson-Moss matchup, and I'm going to go with Moss on this one. Yep, Randy. All right, he wins that one. Next up we have Randy Moss versus Tony Gonzalez.
2: This one I'm pretty certain I know what I like, and that is uh, the one that had, this, I think, probably the highest standard of excellence all the way through his career. Him and Barry on the list for me are the ones who were the best all the way through their career, and Tony Gonzalez did it for 17 seasons, so I'm going to go with Tony Gonzalez. Ooh. Right on, and I I love Tony
1: Gonzalez, but uh, it was never flashy with him, and with uh, with Randy, I mean, you just some of the highlights, man, just exciting, and again, not that Tony didn't have an exciting highlight here, but but Randy for me um, has got to be the the winner in this one. So you
0: you guys make really good points. Do you go with consistency or flash? Because if you're looking for a highlight reel, Randy Moss highlight reel, obviously, is going to. Terrorize Tony Gonzalez, but Tony Gonzalez, once again, best at his position. Randy Moss, probably not the best at his position. I and mean, we got Jerry Rice in there, and you could argue Fitzgerald and, and, and Terrell Owens. Can I make one more point before yeah. you go? Maybe yeah. Just in case you're wavering. Yeah, let's let's hear um, some more good points. Tony Gonzalez, tight ends historically
2: don't put up the same types of numbers as receivers. Correct. But Tony Gonzalez is still. Third all time in receipt in receptions in the NFL in NFL history, yep. and sixth all time in receiving yards as a tight end.
1: Another one for Randy. He did lead the league in, t- uh, in touchdowns five seasons throughout his career. Ooh.
0: That's those are both good points, guys. <laughs> so I need some more stuff here. Yeah, <laughs> Tony <laughs>
2: Gonzalez was a heck of a forward at
0: California uh, yeah, on the basketball. You know court. what? He played basketball at Cal. Randy Although Moss Randy Moss is an ex- too, Randy Moss is a great basketball player. He played with Jason Williams, who played in the NBA. Mm-hmm. They were high school teammates. Sure. Oh man, am I, I going to have to rock paper scissors or? Uh, F- flip the I'm coin. so
2: glad that he's the one having to. Yeah. This here's here's I'm what I
0: want. Just... Can you guys do me a favor? Can you do rock paper scissors and I'll go with whoever wins on
1: best two out of three? I just want one. one. I just want one. Rochambeau, rock, rock paper scissors, scissors shoot.
0: Okay. This is a. I got gotcha. you. Live podcasting. First time ever. Rock paper scissors. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Gotcha! Oh, right. No! Right. Randy Moss. I'm sorry, Tony. I let Get you down. I let you down. So with Randy Moss on a rock, paper, scissors. All right. <laughs> Next up, we have Randy Moss versus Dan Marino. I heard you lead us off, right? Okay. So i got to be honest with you. This is my toughest matchup of the day.
2: Ooh.
1: Um, because I have an idea of how I think John's going to go on this, I am going to go... Like, when I was making my list, I could have flipped the coin on this either way. Um, and I, I think I know even still how it's going to go. And a shout-out to Scott. I'm going to go against you, buddy. I'm not going to go with Marino here. I'm going to go with Randy Moss. Ooh. Randy Moss.
0: I am going to go against you here. Uh, well, this is a tough matchup. So my top three are Randy Moss, Barry, Barry Sanders, and Dave Marino. Probably Tony Gonzalez, you guys have talked me into maybe. He's a top three now, though. Yes. Um, but I'm going to go Dan Marino here, and, and it's got to go all because of Ace Ventura. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> because he's the only quarterback on here, and early in his career, he did take the Dolphins to a Super Bowl. They lost to one of the better teams of all time in the 49ers and Joe Montana, and then just kind of hit hard luck. Never had a great defense. The, who's the best running back in his backfield? I I can't think of him. Uh-huh. So so I'm going Dan Marino in this one. John, you got so to the So I get to tie. be the tiebreaker.
2: I feel like if Dan Marino would have played in the 2000s, he would have thrown for like 85,000 <laughs> yards.
1: Yeah. 85,000.
2: Well, he threw for 60. You think about uh, Breeze's thrown for 75. thrown for over 75. And he's got an, at least another year, so he's going to throw for probably close to 80,000. And I think if Marino was unleashed the way the NFL is run now, Fair I enough. think he throws for 85,000. That's a good point. So, um... I'm going Dan Marino. Dan Marino. I, I knew you were going to go with Marino. I know you
0: did. So, <laughs> All right. Moving in, we got Barry Sanders. Versus you won the rock, paper, scissors. Yeah. <laughs> Barry Sanders versus Bruce Smith. I'm going to lead us off here. Once again, I, I really appreciate Bruce Smith. I think he's very deserving of our list. But Barry Sanders, as we said, definitely in the conversation for best running back of all time. So I got to go Barry Sanders here.
2: I am going with Barry.
0: You guys have swayed me a little bit on Barry. I think in my
1: original like pre-rankings before, like, again, like you said earlier, John, being able to switch up our list a little bit, um, I probably would have maybe gone Bruce on this one, but uh, you guys have switched me
2: over to the, the Barry Sanders Yeah, I get a feeling there might be some yeah. finagling in yeah. this one.
0: Barry takes the victory there. Next up we have Barry Sanders versus Tony Gonzalez. John, you lead us off.
2: Very, very difficult one for me because these are two of my favorites on this list. Um I think I'm just someone that values consistency in what people do. So these are two pretty consistent people. But I think Tony Gonzalez being what I think is the best player in his position of all time, combined with the fact that he's competing on these all-time lists with receivers who are maybe yeah, thrown to a little more often, a, a little good point. more flashy. That's a good point. Um, I'm going to go with Tony Gonzalez and maybe a bit of a mild upset to some yeah, people. Bet. I'm
1: actually going to agree with you here. i got to go Tony.
0: Tony takes the wow. victory. That's it. I would not have predicted that. Next up, we're going to have Barry Sanders versus Dan Marino. This is a heavy hitter.
1: Dan. i got to go Dan Marino. I, I, I mean, again, like I said, it took you guys to convince me on Barry a little bit, um, but Dan Marino, I, I know his career a little bit better. And... Uh, Yeah, i got to go
0: Dan Marino. And this is a rock, paper, scissors for me, so I'm just going to put the pressure on John and and go with Barry Sanders here. Appreciate that. (laughs) Um,
2: Barry Sanders and Dan Marino. Very, very tough. I'm I'm saying this as I'm stalling a little bit. Um, (laughs) You know, another little... uh, They were both MVPs. Marino did go to, he was in 10 playoffs, like they went to the playoffs 10 years under him. Playoffs? Playoffs in 17 years, and man, he was so good those first five years. Yes. Um, And he was just consistent the rest of the time. He was good. You remember that Monday Night Football game where he, the fake... The fake, have yeah, the fake. To down game. against the Jets, I think yeah, it was. It was the and the fake that they were going to just down it, and then he threw it in the end zone for yeah. the, Was it a touchdown or two-point it was a touchdown. conversion? It was a touchdown. Um, just a heady player. And I'm... See, this is hard, because if Barry Sanders would have kept playing, I could easily say he would have run for 20,000 yards right? and been the all-time leading rusher. Right. So this is a hard game to play
0: here. Although if you would have played in today's game, you would have had nine carries a game. Right. <laughs> right. It would have been a different story. Yeah. Um, I am going to go with Barry Sanders. Barry Sanders takes the victory. All right. I'm going to lead us off next. We're going to have Bruce Smith, Tony Gonzalez. We've had a lot of Tony Gonzalez love and, and, the consistency, but Bruce Smith, didn't he play? How many seasons did he play? 17, 19, 19 seasons, all time leading sack leader. Um, I think, obviously, of all these people, probably the closest to actually winning a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Not the reason his... For sure. None of these guys are the reasons their teams didn't win it, but for, for sure he's not. I'm actually going to take Bruce Smith here over Tony Gonzalez.
2: These are the two that I think are the best at their positions on the list of all time. Because um, I would give Bruce Smith just the touch of a nod over Reggie White. It's 1-1A. And I think Tony's the best at his position. Um,
0: I'm going to go with Gonzalez here. Yep, give me Tony. Tony takes the victory. John off. is going to be Bruce Smith versus Dan Marino.
2: Bruce might be the best defensive end of all time, but you know, there's just something about quarterbacks that seem a little bit... I don't know if more important is the word, but uh, or the words, but uh, they just... Quarterbacks, I mean, you think about how many quarterback. when you think MVPs, it's almost always a quarterback, whether yep. it's Super Bowl MVP, NFL MVP. Um, so I'm going to go with Marino.
0: Dan the man. Dan takes the victory. I've probably gone to Dan there too. All right. One last matchup Irv, Tony Gonzalez, and Dan Marino.
1: Uh, yeah, I've been on the Marino train, exception of him versus Randy today. i got. I got to stick with Marino.
0: I'll take Marino as well. Good. Marino. All right. Let me tabulate some results. So while we're, we're talking about it. this,
2: I'm, i got a football-related question. All right. Um, what is your favorite football uniform that is no longer in use? So some examples could be the creamsicle bucks uniforms, okay. the, the Patriots reds with the dude hiking the football, the Patriot on the helmet, you know, old-school Houston Oilers, um... You know the old Buffalo Bills uniforms with the, which they've kind of gone back to a little bit. Sure. Or maybe we can include any football uniform, so even current ones that are out there. Top NFL football uniform. We're
1: just going now. We're just to switch it.
2: Just let's just favorite, go. Yeah, let's just go. Favorite any. NFL uniform. Yeah. You could throw the Raiders, the black and silver, in there. Or Holy the cow. The Steelers
0: and.
1: I gotta you know, get classic. I gotta get that some thought. Dion, do you know yours?
0: I, I got a couple I can think of, and these are throwbacks. Sure. So, creamsicle bucks are great, but oh, yeah. two of my favorite throwbacks are the Chargers' powder blues. Oh yes. And then the Patriots when they go with the the like the cardinal red, like mm-hmm. the the bright red instead of the and, and then the the blue, like royal blue, and they have the the guy the Patriots snapping the ball in their helmets, yep. the white yep. helmet yep. snapping the ball. I think those look sharp, and so and yeah, you know, I remember at the time. Back in the 80s and early 90s when those were the actual uniforms thinking yeah. those are ugly but now as throwbacks I, sure. I like those so I'd go powder blues of the Patriots or those red white and blue of the of the I'm sorry powder blue of this chargers and then sure. the red white and blue of the of the Patriots. I think for me,
2: I, like, I am a big fan of the, the bright orange Denver Broncos uniforms oh, yeah. with the blue helmet with the, the D, blue, the and, the D and the horse through going, going through it. You bet. I think those are super sharp, and I think they're so much better than the current Broncos uniforms. Yep.
1: Okay, so I'm going to say this. My favorite is the Creamsicle Box one. Sure. But we know also they didn't have such luck in, in those uh, uniforms right. back in the day. What was the first two seasons? Oh, and yeah, it's know. a it's a documentary. Oh, okay. and twenty eight. Oh, something like that. Oh, and twenty six maybe. Oh, yeah. and twenty six. Um, another one I really like though, and they might still use them, but I always picture Michael Vick in the like all black Falcons oh, yeah, uniforms. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. From like the early nineties.
1: Yeah, I really like those for some reason. Just like kind of that black yeah. outlook, and
0: you bet. So yeah, yeah.
2: That was when Jerry Glanville came, kind of the Man in Black, came yep. to Atlanta yep. and started that trend with
0: the. Dion founders. Sanders there, MC Hammer was on the sideline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So our standings here: in sixth place, our Lucky Charms, as we said earlier, is Ladanian Tomlinson. Fifth place, Bruce Smith. Then we had a tie, but taking the victory, uh, Barry Sanders ends up fourth because Tony Gonzalez beat him head to head, so mm-hmm. he's third. We also had a tie for winner, but. Taking the victory was Dan Marino. Dan Marino beat Randy Moss head-to-head. So Dan Marino first, Randy Moss second, Tony Gonzalez third, Barry Sanders fourth, Bruce Smith fifth, and LT sixth. Um, I mentioned to you guys beforehand, if I was going to take someone off of here and put someone on, I'd probably put Larry Fitzgerald on this list, take LT off, or put Fran Tarkenton on and take LT off. Well, As we said, we don't want to jinx Larry, though. So, right. Yeah.
2: You know, this would be a pretty solid offense if you're starting your team with Marino at quarterback. Lt and Barry in the backfield and <laughs> yeah. Moss and Gonzalez catching yep. the ball. Yep. That's not a bad team to start with. No,
0: they might win a game or two. All right, Did
1: you know Lt had some like throwing touchdowns. He had like seven oh, yeah. or eight. Like yep. he in like kind of that goal line. He yes. do so. It was
2: one of the little uh, perks of drafting him in fantasy football. Yes, yeah, he might get a passing touchdown yeah. here.
0: Yeah, and I, I remember when we switched to a PPR fantasy football mm-hmm. league points per reception. Lenny Tomlinson was a good catcher out of the backfield. He caught a lot yep, of passes out of the backfield. that's true. So, um, I don't know that Barry Sanders necessarily was. No, All he right. did not catch as many passes. Let's do a quick start one, sit one, cut one, and we're going to go with in the big game. Mm. What is your favorite play to see in a big game? We're just going to go by is it a defensive play, a special teams play, or an offensive play? So, in other words, is it the kickoff or punt return? Um, is it the strip sack? that ends up being a fumble or just a big sack in general, or is it this pick six, the defensive plays, or is it a big pass or a big run?
1: Okay, so here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to cut. This is so tough because I can think of good examples of each one. I'm going to cut the defensive play, okay? Mm -hmm. I'm going to bench the special teams play. I'm going to say this, though. The special teams play especially like the playoffs or Super Bowl, when you go back and watch tape, it's like, okay, what was the difference here, boys? It was that special teams play. The importance to me is always the special teams. But if you're asking me what it is I want to watch, I love a big offensive play, like a a running back that breaks free for a big run or that Hail Mary touchdown. That's what I want to watch. That's what I want to see. I'm not saying it's as important as the special teams one, but that's what I want to watch. I'm starting offense.
2: Okay, okay. I am going to really twist it around. Sure. So I'm going to go second because I'm going to go total throw it in in disarray here. Disarray. I am going to cut the special teams. And I like special teams plays, but I think they just happen. You could probably make the argument that's why they should be higher too. I'm going to say they happen so infrequently that to me they aren't maybe as impactful to things. Gotcha. Um, Good point. But you could also say they happen so infrequently. When they do happen, they're really exciting. Sure, but so it depends how you look at it. Um, I am going to sit the offensive play because I love a, a nice long touchdown pass or someone. I, I especially love the touchdown runs where they're breaking some tackles or hitting the hole fast and scampering seventy yards. To me, that's the best um, on the offensive side. But I'm going to go with defense. Because I really like good defensive football. Maybe that's because I've been a Bears fan. Yep. Because <laughs> the offense really, you don't see a lot of good offensive right. plays. <laughs> um, but a strip sack and then someone picks it up and runs it in the end zone. I think back to the, the Wilbur Marshall play in the 85 playoffs. See yeah. yeah, how everything goes back to 85. Yep. Um, know you know, the bad. pick six and all those types of things I love.
0: All right. Um, I'm going to cut the offensive play. I love to see it, like you said you also expect all different things you, you also yep. expect it the offense is if you're <clears throat> watching a good offense you want to see a good play it's a, it's expected so I love to see it but I'm going to cut it i'm going to bench the special teams play only because i've seen the big special teams play and it didn't turn the tide of the game didn't the Hawkeyes and the orange ball return a, an opening kickoff yeah i think uh, i think
2: the bears did and as well the bears did well in the, did super, in the
0: bowl. super bowl devin hester so um, I big play Love to see it, but it doesn't always turn the tide of a game. The thing about a defensive play, especially if it ends up scoring, the other team had the ball, and they are expecting to score, and all of a sudden they just basically lost six points. So there's such a big swing, and you talk about the Bears. If you remember uh, Danny Green of the Cardinals and that, that press conference, they <laughs> are who they thought they were, but we let them off the hook. The Bears offense was terrible in they that game, but Devin Hester ran back a punt. The defense scored at least once and I may have scored twice you'd have yeah. to don't fact go ahead and fact check me. I have no I'm not gonna go check it. If they didn't score twice, they scored once and put this offense in position to score again, so I'm gonna start the defense. That's a good play. point. All right. Thank you for joining us. This is our last episode for a while. This is the last episode of season one. We're going to take a quick break. This uh, work thing is going to start getting in the yep, way. They want us to start working again. Um, but we will be back with another season. Some great ideas. We talked about doing some movie sequels. Best movie sequels. So if you've got some ideas on that, let us know. What about sports logos? Um, some 80s music videos. Candy bars. We talked about what was the best candy oh, yeah. bars. Oh, yeah. Candy
2: bars. That could be um, around the Halloween episode. Yep.
0: Sports announcers. Sports announcers is another one. TV theme songs is one we've talked about. So we'll be back with some of these. Today was a little longer, but you know, it's the last episode. So enjoy this.
2: Hit pause. Go back and listen to it yep. later, the yep. rest of it. Break
0: this apart the drive to and from work, whatever you need to do. And then go back and listen to our last few episodes. We do look like we have about almost 50 loyal listeners. Yeah! A few of the episodes I've listened to over 70 times, uh, and that's great. So yeah, Tell your friends. You know what I'm ready for?
2: I'm ready for a little proto funk. By Kevin, by Kevin McLeod. McLeod. Hey, yo. Sound.